Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. Hey girl, I wanted to introduce you to our latest brand partners here at Unscripted, JFF, Journey to Financial Freedom. If you've ever felt like your finances are the thing that is holding you back from truly reaching your potential, then let me introduce you to these guys. They help online coaches, consultants, and the likes of us organize and streamline your entire financial world. By doing so, they give you the clarity and empowerment you crave to confidently scale your empire. Not only do they help you shoot for that dream life, but they've got this unique blend of tactical and emotional financial strategies. They dive deep, addressing money at an emotional level because they know it's those underlying beliefs and behaviors that can keep us stuck. They're passionate about transforming your relationship with money by aligning your deep-seated beliefs with those big, dreamy goals. So with JFF, you're not just achieving financial mastery, you're reshaping your entire mindset for success and empowerment. They have a vision beyond the numbers. They believe that with a solid grip on your finances, you can turn your business into a force of good, making a lasting mark on the causes close to your heart. Imagine not only achieving your financial goals, but also creating waves of positive change in your community and beyond. So how are you vibing with your finances lately? Let's level it up together and make an impact. Jump in with JFF and bring those dreams to life. If you want to hear a little bit more, tune into episode 234 with the girl, the hype girl, Steph, who we dropped in and shared a little bit about my backstory and my finance trauma and all the things in between and why I am jumping in and becoming a part of the JFF family. And you can too. Now let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to Unscripted, the podcast. I'm your host, Jess Bergio, and I'm excited for today's guest. Per usual, I'm always excited to connect with women who are really doing the work, who are showing up in this space and just bringing so much energy, so much enlightenment, and just all of the good stuff to help people, A, get out of their own way, get unstuck, and figure out a way that fits for them versus doing it like everybody else. Nicole is one of those people who facilitates that. She has these bigger conversations with us through the power of a few different ways, but human design is the one way that we connected and one way that I am consistently coming back to her for more questions and tapping into her knowingness and just all of the ways that she's opened up the channels for us to learn more about who we really are, how we're supposed to show up and all the things. So Nicole, I am so grateful for you being on the show today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm grateful for that amazing intro. Thank you so much for that. I'm so happy to be here with you. It's so fun when you get to connect with women who really are standing in their power. There's always this little bit, I guess for me, that feels like a little bit intimidated. And I love that. I love feeling just a little bit intimidated by women because I'm like, yes, that is a mirror to me to step more into owning who I am, what I'm, what I'm meant to do, how I'm meant to show up. And so I've learned to lean into that. And I'm like, how can I get closer to that person? How can I learn from that person? How can I be in their energy more? And you're definitely someone that I feel that with. You and I connected through social media. And then you invited me to come to an in-person event that was actually in San Diego, Rebecca's event. And we got to spend a couple of days together just receiving. And then also I got to experience your gifts of reaching over and looking at me and and getting curious and being like, well, your chart actually. And so we got into it a little bit. I love that. So for any of you who don't know what human design is, Nicole, can you share with us what what kind of the premise and what an overarching, I mean, you could probably give a better definition of it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what happens when you sit next to me for more than five minutes. Charts come out and I start being like, well, actually, what your chart is saying. Welcome to being my friend. This is what happens for better or for worse. So so human design is 
It is five systems that have come together to give us this thing called the body graph. So if you've run your human design chart, you've probably seen a bunch of shapes, colors, lines, numbers, and you've been like, what is all of this? And really what it's doing is it's giving you an energetic blueprint of who you are. It can tell us our talents. It tells you how your energy is best experienced by others, like what they're feeling from you, how people are attracted to you or not. So, and really what it breaks down to, into it at its highest level is there are five types, but there's so much more to it than that. But most people, if they've run their chart, they know that they're a generator, a manifesting generator, a projector, a manifester, or a reflector. All of those tell us this is like the quality of your aura, the type of aura that you have. When you stand next to somebody, what are they feeling? Based on those types, they will have a very different experience based on whatever category you fell into. For you, Jess, you're a projector. So you just kind of, you probably go deep quickly with lots of people where there's just sort of this very, very deep penetrating aura about you. I'm a manifesting generator. I have a bit of power and force to my energy, but also warm and enveloping. Now, how we get experienced is based on whether we are in a high or a low expression of these things. And human design, what I use it for, is the map to tell us what's authentically you. When we're authentic in our energy, things just seem to go our way. It gives us a map to figure out how we are in flow and how we're able to work in alignment with our energy rather than working against it, which is usually what happens when we end up working and doing something that somebody told us to do that worked for them, but it's not working for us. We're doing all the things. I'm doing what I'm told. I'm following the rules. I'm following the steps, but they're not working for me. Well, maybe those aren't your steps. And it doesn't mean that it's radically different, but there might be some subtle shifts that you can make that suddenly get you results. And that's why human design for me blew the doors off because I was one of those people. I was doing all the things. I was following all the steps. I'd get success, but they couldn't hold it. It would. It was not sustainable. Things would work and then they wouldn't. And it ended up being like this mind game of me always changing gears, trying to figure out what do I have to do to make this work? And human design brought me home to me where I started making decisions from a very different place, from my power rather than from my fear or my lack. I didn't become reactive anymore. I became intentional. And it was my path to that, not what someone else's path to intentionality is. So it gives me as a coach the ability to guide people based on who they are, not what, not what worked for me, not what worked for my last client, but have the benefit of all of that experience, but to look at them and say, but this is who you are. So maybe we try this. How does this feel to you? Yeah. And they well, find their own path. So, yeah, so powerful. And you helped me with a few things too when we were in person, but also when I tapped into this a couple of years ago and really understood what it meant to be in that projector aura, that energy, everything made more sense because I'd always felt that way, but I had been trying to operate like everybody else, which predominantly projectors are only 20% of the population, right? So it's no wonder I was adopting the generator vibe, the manifesting generators, because it was the predominant versions of people that I saw. So I tried to run at that level, make decisions the same as everybody else, show up in the same energy. And while I, I may have gotten you know, pretty good quote unquote results. It didn't feel in alignment. It didn't feel right. And I always wondered why I felt, you know, tired or why I could do more in a shorter amount of time, but I needed more rest or I needed to be away from people. I was an extrovert, but also very much an introvert. And once I learned about, you know, 
the projector space, I was like, oh, no, I'm ac- ac- actually right on point. Like, this is exactly how I'm meant to be feeling. And then to the decision making piece, I think the one thing that unlocked a ton for me was reading that we were never going to feel 100% certain about everything. And I was like, oh, I just thought I couldn't make a decision. I just thought I could never like nail down feeling 100% certain. And that showed up in so many negative ways in my life because I was like, well, I don't know for sure. So I can't like lean into that. But once I realized that like 70 to 80% was probably as good as I was probably going to get, it unlocked so much. I'm like, yeah, I'm at a 70 or an 80% for sure. It, it, It went from I don't know to yeah, for sure. And that that unlocked a lot. And I think it's what's helped me step into my power and own the way that I actually do show up. And I give a ton when I'm in those three, four, five hour chunks. I mean, I go hard, but then I need to just stop. We need to rest and it all needs to just come to a screeching halt. So with that, you know, how has being able to unlock these different systems for people shifted the game? I mean, when you meet somebody and they come not knowing anything about human design and then they realize maybe they've been trying like me to be a manifesting generator, but they're a projector or a reflector. I mean, do you just see the most insane shifts happen? I do. And usually what what happens is, you know, people feel seen. They feel seen for like the first time. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, they, they're they're it, It's permission to be themselves. And that was what I was hearing there when you were speaking as well. It was what you were saying was you were talking about being an emotional and being emo- an emotional authority. So making those decisions, saying like 70 to 80 percent is probably going to be my hundred. And when I when I'm guiding people to find that there's something about coming home to your truth. There's something about coming home to what feels like that. That's what I've been searching for. And so many of us are searching for our way. And and so when people come into my world, into my experience, a lot of times I, you know, I take them through their chart. I take them through the business activations as I see them, the their unique qualities so many people in this industry, we we sell similar things. We sell similar products. We have similar offers in a lot of in a lot of ways, and we start to sound like everybody else. But when and it, it and it's not about coming up with some crazy new offer that nobody's ever seen before. It's coming up with your positioning on it and you speaking from a place of such true authenticity that people are like that resonates for me differently. When people start to get a taste of that, when they start to hear me tell their story without me really even knowing them, and that starts to trigger different thoughts and questions in them. So it's a new way into what's holding you back, into what is this this whole talk of energetic blocks. Maybe you don't need a shaman. Maybe you don't need to go into your past lives to dig up. Maybe that's not where it is. Maybe you just have to ask a better, more targeted question or hear something a different way to make you realize that's what I've been doing all along. That's the shift that I've been waiting for. I just got off with a client before and she was telling me about her time in corporate and the issues that she had. And she was so afraid of making that mistake again. She was so afraid of ending up in the same situation again. There's a gate in her human design that is specifically the fear of the past repeating itself and it sits in a prominent position and it holds her back from certain things. So when we started talking about her journey and I'm talking about it with the chart in front of me and I'm telling her what I see in the chart, I can hear her past coming up. I can hear her experiences. It got us to better questions. 
it got her to the right ahas, not just a aha. And it got her contemplating. It gave us like the the roadmap forward where it's like, I would look into these areas. Of how is this holding you back? Is this something that you want to do? She's an emotional as well. So it's, do you feel emotionally clear about it and you don't like the answer that you're getting? Or do you really not feel sure yet? There's two differences. So it gets us to better questions that are right for that person, which gets them to clarity. A lot of times for people who have been at this game for a little while, they've, they've done all the work. The answers are there. They're just not the questions that are right for them. They're, they're too general. These get us to very specific questions about what could be blocking you specifically. It's fun. Mm. So, yeah, super fun. So important. And, and, and like a literal game changer. Because, I mean, if you think about this client that you're sharing with us and, and her experience of the fear of the past repeating itself, if, if she just knows that to be a true statement of that's going to come up. I mean, the fear is going to show up and I have to either be able to be willing to work through it or to try. You know, there's just so much clarity around knowing that that is just part of who you are and there's nothing wrong with you and there's nothing that you need to fix. It is what it is. And I think that's the beautiful thing about a lot of modalities like I, I think human design and, and the Enneagram, just l- letting you know a little bit more about yourself. I know that they're both very different, but they've just helped me kind of understand myself a little bit deeper. And therefore, the acceptance piece and the awareness piece and the, and just the, the authenticity, you know, I think really looking back, what shifted for me was learning more about this. And now when I get an opportunity to speak or people do listen to the podcast, that's the number one thing of feedback I get is you're so authentic, your brand, your your story and the way that you share it and that you just own all these certain aspects of it. I don't think I would have had that freedom or I don't think I would have that freedom now to say it in the way I do and show up unapologetically because I just know it to be true. And I just know that I resonate with that. And it's pretty cool. It's really, really cool. And I became fascinated with this a couple of years ago, so much so that I did a program and learned more about it. And I really loved this one teacher in particular because she spoke on how to parent to the different designs and to partner with people who were, you know, and, and how they received information and how maybe they wanted to be spoke. I mean, I was like, this is a literal game changer, not just for your business. I know we're talking about that. This podcast tends to go there a lot, but you know, when you can have better relationships in your life, first and foremost with yourself, right? Understanding yourself on a deeper level, game changer, understanding how your children need to be spoken to and how they're going to receive information. And then your partner, especially, right? Because that sets the tone for the environment and all of that. I mean, it, it, it has helped me so much. And I just, I can't speak more highly of it. And that's why when I have clients that come into my world who don't know anything about human design, I know just enough for, you know, myself and I'm still always learning. And Nicole's just been such a great resource for me. I message her. I'm like, what about this? And how about that? And what, what happens when this, you know, it's so fun to have people like this in your life. And so even my current clients now, I have one that she just figured out she was a reflector. And so she's on this binge of learning all these things. And I'm like, please, please, please just go get a reading with Nicole. And get a little bit more context to like all of this because it will help you come back to me and we'll be able to have deeper conversations, ask better questions, therefore getting you to like the root of really what's coming up for you and, and where you're feeling blocks and stuck. So yeah, I, I I just, what was your life like? I know you shared a little bit before you discovered human design and having some resistance around certain things, but what what made you be like, this is the thing that... I know I can dive into and fully because I mean, this takes some time. This is a very like intricate system to learn. And this isn't something you just like take a, you know, 
one-off class because I took a 13-week, two hours a week class and I still don't know a quarter of what you know. So how did you decide this was going to be the thing that you brought into your business to help really shift people's lives? Well, I, I, I started out by just exploring for myself. So I got into my experiment. I dove in. I, I just found truth in it. And I think back to what you were saying before, just about showing up authentically and how you've been showing up. I think when we understand ourselves more, we kind of innately love ourselves more because where I was coming from was definitely from a place. And I did this my entire life where I looked at the things that weren't going right as something was wrong with me. And a lot of the feedback that I got from the world and we'll talk about relationships, you know, you know, parenting. I parent my son. He's six. Thankfully, I've had this pretty much his whole life. So I've parented him as a projector, not as what I think he should be, which is a manifesting generator, which would be my experience. Game changer. My husband, also a projector. Unemotional. I am emotional. Um, I, you know, and the way that we talk to each other and the way that we look at other people is they should be like us or I should be like them a lot of times. And human design opened me up not for looking for what was broken in me, but to say, like, these are the things that are consistent for me that I put out in the world. People receive this from me. That's the stuff that's colored in on your chart. And everything that's white on my chart is what I'm receiving and what I'm feeling from other people. So other people are going to have a way of affecting me in those places. So I'm sensitive. And then wherever I'm colored in, which is a lot, people feel from me. So that intimidating factor, I took that as something's wrong with me. I'm not soft enough. I'm not approachable enough. People don't like me. That was how I interpreted that stuff. Before I had this map that said, no, this is how I was made and this is on purpose. And I have value to offer here if I stop living in the, in the small space of my bigness and I stop feeling like I need to be bigger where I receive. That, I just saw that play out in my life. And I was like, I couldn't help but talk about it. I did take a vow to myself when I got into human design right before that. I was like, no more certifications, Nicole. You're certified up the wazoo. It's it's a crutch. You're doing it out of lack. No more, no more, no more. And then human design came in. And I was like, I want to get certified. I was like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And that's a rule. That's my mind saying you set a rule. Don't do it. But it was a bit of a blessing in disguise because I got to trust my design through living it. So I was like, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to use it. I'm still going to buy all the books and read and do my one line thing because I'm a five one. The one line wants to be an expert and research everything. I dove in hard. I loved it. And by living it, I realized that I was robbing myself. I'm like, I'm getting a response. It truly is me making a decision from my truth that I want to bring this to my clients. I want to do this. I want to go all in on this. I want this to be all I talk about if possible. And that was how I ended up going for it because it just felt like I don't know where it's going, which is which is what following your intuition is about. And my intuition was, what do I want to do with my energy? That's what it is to be a generator or a manifesting generator. We're about like, what do I what do I want to put all of my energy into? And it was like, well, if I'm being truthful, then it's human design. So why am I denying myself of that? Because I have this idea in my head that I put there because I think I should be a certain way. I would have robbed myself of all the magic. I would have robbed myself of what I do now pretty much all the time. I'm known for being a human design expert and I wouldn't have it any other way. And my business has exploded since I went all in on the thing that I felt connected to. But the other thing that I saw was that just just a little anecdote from like relationships and how we can take responsibility for things that are not ours. 
I am an emotional person. I am defined emotionally. I put out emotional energy. There's nothing wrong with that unless I am in funky emotional energy and I'm not being responsible with it. But I'm a responsible person. My husband's open emotionally. He's sensitive to emotions. Understanding that, that I used to, our conversations used to go something like this. He'd stand next to me. He'd pick up on my emotional frequency and he'd say, what's wrong? And I'd say, nothing, because nothing is wrong to me. But I felt like something was wrong with me because he's calling it out because he's picking up on something. Are you sure you're okay? I'm like, well, now I'm not. <laughs> now I'm mad. You know, and we get into this, we get into this. So by understanding what we transmit and what we receive tells us, now my husband and I have this dialogue where I'm like, you're just picking up on my emotional frequency. You're sensitive there. And that's foreign to you. It's different to you. So there's nothing wrong. There's nothing to be fixed. I'm just, that's just what's happening in me. And because we have that dialogue, we don't fight about that anymore because there's not that, there's not that underlying conversation, energetic conversation happening to us that we don't know about consciously now. I, I'm the one to call it out. But now that he understands that, even he and my husband is the most like, he's a computer programmer. He is so not into any of this stuff. But he's like, this makes sense to me. He's a projector as well. And him understanding that, he's like, no, this, this, I get this. And I never thought I'd say that about anything that you do. <laughs> so it's a, it's, a, it's a test of it. That's so cool. And what a great way to, I mean, he doesn't have to know it to the level you know it, but you've at least explained it to him enough to where, like he said, it makes enough sense. Now you guys don't have arguments over the dumbest things. And I feel like that, I think about the arguments you have with yourself, right? Let alone the people in your life, but the arguments you have with yourself, the judgment you have on yourself of the way you think you should be showing up, the way you should be reacting or responding or taking action or not taking action. And when you can tap into the charts and see and really, you know, explore your own personal one, you can try everything on for size, right? You're going to be a percentage of all of the things that you you read or that you see about yourself. But majority of them are pretty damn spot on. At least I know that to be true for me. And knowing that, you know, I can be in tune to that. So you're prepared for if someone does say, what's wrong? You can say, oh, nothing. You know, like you you can you can start to pick it. There's such small little things that can be such life and game changers, I think. You also, I know, like you said, all the certifications, all the things, do things that help, like tools that help move the needle as well. Like EFT, the gene keys you talk about, the NLP. How do some of those come into play when people are experiencing or need help shifting or moving through stuff energy? Do you pull those out of your arsenal and, and when and where and how do those things help people? All the time. So EFT I use for, so there's a process within human design that we call the deconditioning process, which is we're conditioned to be a certain way, to think certain ways. And human design brings us back to like, what is your truth? So that strategy. So like the way that I operate as a manifesting generator is my truth. And my emotional is the way that I, my emotions are how I make decisions. So that that's my truth. But, but EFT, so the deconditioning process takes us back to like, what's, what's all the ways that taught us not to be that way? What are all the ways that we were pulled away from our truth because we should do this this way? Our parents told us this was more desirable. We thought we would get a lover if we did it this way. We thought that we'd get more clients. All of the ways that all the shoulds, all of the things that pulled us away from our truth. We have to decondition from all of that programming. 
Now, EFT, a lot of what I have found and my perspective on it is nervous system regulation work is a big part of what pulls us away from that truth. A big part that keeps us in fight flight, which feels so real, which feels like the right thing to do in the moment. And when we can when we can regulate our nervous system and we can do that in the moment, usually it involves cleaning out the nervous system, going through all of the old stuff, getting you to a nice place of, you know, regular regulated, and then you can regulate moment to moment. You have to go through the emotions. So I really look at it like the the for an emotional authority. How can we know what our emotions are speaking our truth? They're part of our 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 decision making. How can we make that from a really clean place if we have emotions that have not been processed? There's still wounds that are that are driving our behavior, triggering us into action or holding us back in inaction. So we're not following that response. We're not following what our design is telling us to do. We're protecting ourselves through like a part of us that's unconscious. So EFT is a piece that I use to speed up the deconditioning process so that we're regulating your nervous system and you can actually hear your truth. You can actually follow it and take action in alignment with it rather than being fear-based, lack-based, or somehow protecting yourself from things that happened in your past. So processing all of that. And NLP I use just in NLP to me, I use some of the the processes in my work, but a lot of it is listening to people in a certain way, reframing, working that that's more my my one on one coaching with people is the way that I'm speaking with people and hearing the subtext of what they're saying and working them through the argument. Those are some, some of the ways that I use the tool. So a lot of it is the deconditioning process is the biggest part. Which is so important. We can't skip that step. We can't just learn some new things about ourselves and then think we're just going to be able to adapt to that new system that we've discovered. I think the decondi- deconditioning part is the most important part because it opens up the channels for you to start really stepping into who you're meant to be. And the EFT that we're talking about, if you're new to some of these like letters and what you're like, mm, human design's new, EFT, NLP, what, what language are they speaking? Um yeah, I, I didn't know what any of this meant either before. So emotional freedom tapping is a way that, I mean, is there a good description that you can give for what it, what the act of it is if people are like, I have no idea what that is? Absolutely. So EFT is, yeah, it's the emotional freedom technique. What it does is it allows you to actually process your emotions rather than just stuffing them down, avoiding them, or or giving into them where you're venting where that's not really productive. So what we're doing technically with one of the the ways that I explain this, it's an analogy that I'll give you is if you've ever had acupuncture, the theory behind behind energy work and with acupuncture is that there are meridians that run all through your body. They carry energy. And when they are flow, when they are open and flowing, energy flows freely and your body is free of pain, disease and all of those things. If you have pain, disease, or anything that doesn't feel right to you, if you don't feel right, something's off, and energy is just blocked and needs to flow again. So what do they do? They tap a needle into the meridian point on your body. Physically, they do this. And then they tap the needle, and they're opening up the flow of energy again and getting energy to flow and therefore relieving the pain. And I've had miraculous things happen with acupuncture. With tapping, we're tapping on some of the same meridian points to open up the energy flow, we're talking about things, we're stirring up, the way that I do it is we stir up the emotion that you're afraid to feel, 
that you are triggered by, the thing that keeps coming up and keeps bothering you and you wonder why it, why you can't get rid of it. Well, we're going to actually dig that up, stir that up, like stirring up the pot and getting all of the gunk on the bottom to, to come to the surface. And then while we're tapping, we're able to effectively like skim it off the top and throw it out. So you have a nice clean energy system. So while you're tapping, you are you're triggering the emotion. You're going into it a bit, but you're doing it in a way that's actually moving it out rather than just rehashing it and re-triggering it in your body and then letting it settle again. It's actually giving it a path to process and move out of your system. It's really, really effective. Yeah. I have a, a friend, she does it all the time and she swears it's what changed her life. And I love your analogy. I think this is the first time I've ever heard it that way skim it off the top like it brings it all to the surface right because we love to have it all buried deep 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 and we think it's down there where no one can see it no one doesn't affect us anymore but we, we all know that our our stuff that stuff she's talking about is what pops up when we least expect it. it's those triggers we felt like we've worked through right because we've done the hard work but we haven't actually brought it to the surface and allowed for the release to happen and then you can come into play with now discovering who you're truly meant to be or the energy you're meant to show up in uh, it allows for that freedom to kind of take place and so all of these things work so beautifully so synergistically together I'm so grateful for women like you who are doing this work and who have done the training behind it because I know it's not an easy thing to understand there's so much to it and it's great to know that we don't have to like the the, the, the rest of us we don't have to learn it to the level you did and we just get to receive and learn a little bit about how we can help ourselves I think you're just such a beautiful light in the things that you're here to share and create. Like, I'm so grateful that we've met and that we've gotten to know each other. I think anyone who gets an opportunity to share time with you or space, like you have such a beautiful grounding presence. And I love that you share that you felt like maybe it was intimidating. And I was like, yeah, I, I did get that. But then also, I think I have learned about myself to lean into the things that like somewhat might feel intimidating to get more curious and to I'm attracted to that energy. But really what it is, is there's a knowingness of, I feel like, you know, you're just, you have that light. It's hard to like really put a bow on it, but whatever the magic sauce it is that you've created, it's working sister. (gasps) I love it. And like I told you guys earlier, I am now, you know, a huge advocate of referring any coaching clients or people that come into my world that want to learn a little bit more or a lot more about human design and how to utilize it to really show up bigger in your business, but really more so just as an authentic version of yourself. Because if you listen to what she said around, you know, not understanding completely how she was meant to show up, it it, it played its role on resistance and feeling like something was wrong. When in fact, it was all right. She just didn't know it. And, you know, I always thought I was like a manifesting generator, I would have bet a bazillion dollars that if I was to pick one of those terms that that's what I would have related to. And it's because my mom is and so growing up with a parent who you know, was like that. She didn't understand her projector daughter. And she also tried to assume two roles of like the female and the male because my dad wasn't around. So there was a lot of like conflicting energy, a lot of different roles being played, different identities. And so you grow up kind of confused as to how you're meant to show up. And for me, if you relate to any of that story, human design can really help unlock a lot of that for you. 
on such a deep, deep level. She Nicole has an amazing podcast that like that's the first resource I tell any of my clients. I'm like, if you are brand new or even if you think you know, go listen to her podcast because it's amazing. Can you share with us a little bit about why you started the podcast? I feel like I've been having a lot of podcasters on lately. And as you know, right, we have media and scripted the, the podcast agency where we help people start and launch their shows. But this podcast modality or this medium has helped you really educate and enlighten and teach to the masses more about how human design can change their life. So why podcasting and and, and what what do you share on this podcast besides all of the great good things? I feel like there's so much that you share on there. Yeah, we do two shows a week. So it's called Unshakable with Human Design. It's like my favorite thing besides coaching that I get to do. I absolutely adore my show. I got into podcasting, honestly, first because my coach told me to, you need a podcast, like everybody needs a podcast. She kind of challenged all of us and she was like, everybody should have a podcast, like you're crazy if you don't have one. And when I, I so I started it kind of just with, with very little intention other than feeling like, I think that I would enjoy this. I would really love to have a podcast. Sometimes that's enough. But what it's morphed into and what I see it as now is like through my design I, I am kind of uniquely designed to like for that to be my medium. I also I feel like human design is one of those since that's mainly what I speak about. I talk about like it in lots of contexts. But human design is one of those things that I feel like people are it's new and I feel like it needs a bit of time to get into people's experience. They need to spend some time with it. There's no greater medium than podcasting. If you have, I think, for spiritual entrepreneurs, transformational uh, transformational entrepreneurs, anyone in that space where you don't have a result that's like, I'll teach you how to make $200,000 in three days kind of kind of testimonials, when it's more that thing that's that's that takes a little while, that is that the results are so different. They're more in that transformational space of saying, like, I help you build confidence. Well, people need to hear what that really means. And it might take a little bit longer for your message to catch, but you need to create fans. You need to let people know there are a lot of people doing what you do. So for me, it was about how do I let them know that I'm the person for them? I'm not for everybody, but how do I let the people who are right for me know that I, I, I'm that person? Well, I have a show that's mine that's not algorithm-based. I don't have to worry about Instagram not liking my post or something it's now it's just like, can I get them to listen to the show? And then they self-select whether I'm correct for them or not. And I trust them to, to, to make that choice on their own. And nothing has worked better. Nothing has created more sustainable income and truly like allowed me to have creative freedom to say what I wanted to say and to repurpose all of my content for social media so I could be less of a slave to it than the podcast. I love it. Yes. Ooh, that piece. That's I know that to be true for a majority of people with a podcast. It's unlocked endless potential for content. I mean, you can sit down and record anywhere from a five minute to a 55 minute to an hour and 55 minute piece of material and turn that into endless pieces of content that drive traffic to your business just by way of you getting to show up and, and mentor and teach and provide value and talk about the cool shit that lights you up. It doesn't even have to be as specific as a human design podcast, but specifically if you do have something as as you know, life changing as that, you know, it a podcast is a really great way to share information and get connected with people and to really serve. I think I agree. It's selfishly like my favorite thing to do because when else are we going to get a 45 minutes of uninterrupted time together without our kids or the dogs or the other people around? It's the best thing ever. So it's me, Nicole, and whoever is listening to you right now. It's just the three of us. 
And if you loved anything about learning about human design, please reach out to Nicole and tell her, hey, Jess said I got to reach out and and I want to learn more. Get curious because I promise this this medium, this whatever, the system will shift and change your life. So even if you think you know a little bit about your design and you haven't had any in-depth readings, trust me when I say this woman knows. I've talked to many, many people. I've had different readings done. And yeah, I would I wouldn't have her on here right now if it wasn't who I thought was best to serve you in this in this field. Nicole, you're such a light. Thank you for showing up in such a big way. You guys go listen to her podcast. It's so juicy, so good. Her Instagram, if you want to take notes on how to show up on social media, I just I mean, stay around people doing the shit that you want to be doing. Okay, that's my takeaway for today's episode. And if you love this episode, you know your girl loves a little validation. Let us know what you learned, if you had any aha moments, or if you have a friend that you're like, man, if she just knew about human design, she, this would make so much sense. Send it to her. Send it to her. This is such a love language when you gift people with, you know, something that you're like, hey, I thought about you when I listened to this. It, it helps get our shows out to more people. And it just helps you connect deeper with people in your life that you might want to have new and different conversations with. So get weird, get out there and share the cool shit. And we are sending you so much love, Nicole. Do you love, is Instagram and your podcast the best way for people to connect with you? They are. And I also, if you go to NicoleLano.com forward slash unscripted, you can grab, I have a free deconditioning guide and we have some other guides in there that are all free, free resources for you guys. If you want to jump in and start learning something about yourself, we'll also have the chart tool and everything in there where you can run your chart and get some, some free stuff from us that way as well. Amazing. Yes. And if you guys don't know, at least go get your chart, figure out which which design you are and let me know. Send it to us in the DMs and share with us what you discovered about yourself. And we are sending you so much love until the next episode of Unscripted. We'll see you later. Which one of your girls needs to hear this one? Send this to someone who could use a smile, some encouragement, and a little love from this edgy podcast host. Much thanks and all the love. Love.